Initialize sequence. Hello, everybody. This is Jordan Chibel of Fear Factory. I was from Devil Driver and Cold Chamber. And Jerry Only, the great. Jared from Head PE. Hey, what's happening? This is Trevor from the band on there. This is Jesse Leach from Kill Switch and Gaze. This is Dino Cazares from the group Fear Factory. This is Max Cavalera. Cavalera Conspiracy. Stay underground. Welcome to the Underground, Australia's home of underground music. Back on the Underground, it is Ned, joined by Combi Cries vocalist Andy. Andy, what's happening, man? What's up? I know it's morning there, it's evening here, so I get to enjoy my beer. You just woke up and have your coffee, right? Yeah, pretty much, man. I'm sort of a little bit jealous of you. I've got the working day ahead of me, but yeah, you're kicking back, relaxing. Now, man, you've recently dropped <laughs> one, <laughs> you've recently dropped one fire. How was the recording process around this one? It was good, man. It was, it was different than any other Comic Christ album because I actually had somewhat a plan. I've just, <laughs> funny. I always had, when it came to Comic Christ, it was always just uh, trying to push the button of going further and doing something new and doing something different than I haven't done before. And what made this different was I kind of sat down and I was like, hey, I kind of want to make an album that has elements from every single thing I've ever done. And that, that's not even just Comic Christ. You know, like I wanted to do something that has a little bit of element from everything that I ever did, you know, the whole time I've been doing music. So that was kind of the difference this time around and kind of leaning back and like trying to figure out how to do that and how to approach it. So it was interesting and very rewarding because you're kind of revisiting times and where it's like, how did I feel back then? And why did I do what I did? And you kind of put yourself in that mental space again. And it was quite an interesting way to do it, man. Yeah, I like what you're saying right there. And a lot of the feedback is saying that it's very different and very diverse to the previous efforts. Would you say this is like your best piece of work, having said what you've just said, like you've sort of taken a bit of everything and put it into this? I mean, I can say yes, but at the same time, I know there's things in the past that I've done that feel like it might have been better, but not as an album, maybe single songs or something, you know, but I feel like as an album, I feel like this is the most complete album that I've ever done. And it's also the first time where I feel like this should have a follow-up. Like, I feel like this is the first time I made an album that needs a sequel. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that it needs to follow this album with another. Maybe made two fire. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you read my mind. I was about to say, let's go two fire. <laughs> so, but you know, it's really the first time I feel like I should kind of like do a follow up because Comic Christ was always to me something where I needed to push for something new at all times. Maybe it's just me getting comfortable with myself and, you know, my older age and <laughs> I'm good. I don't need to push it anymore. Let's just keep this. This is good. Let's just go. But I'm happy, man. That's the bottom line. I'm, I'm happy with the album and so far I'm happy that people are happy with it. So can't complain, you know? Yeah, I definitely know what you're saying there and fingers crossed we get a true fire. I know many people, including myself, would like to hear that. How much, Andy, do you have to do with the videos that you put out like with your video understand is that you are you the man behind it well yes and no it's kind of the same way as i do it with my live band you know when i get a man i have something that like obviously like i have the music 
before I have uh, a certain idea of a script or something. And then you bring these people in because you trust them as an artist. And the same thing with the directors as you do as with the musicians. And then they're like, all right, do you want me to play exactly how you showed it to me? And I'm like, no. There's a reason why I have you here. It's because I trust you as an artist. Yeah. I want you to put your flair on it. And I kind of see where it goes. And I never so far kind of turned around and said, no, that's not what I want. That's how I feel with Jason, my video director for the last few videos. We just kind of gone in and I had a certain idea and I said, this is what how I want it. And he comes back and it's like, it's just it's just perfect. I couldn't have, not have done it myself, you know? So it's, it's kind of like artistic. Uh, what should I say? Like, I, uh, I guess I've gone in and say, this is kind of what I want, and they come back with something better. And you can't be unhappy about that. And I think that's the best way to do it for me, you know? Yeah, definitely. It just shows that you're working with the right people, I guess, if you're, you know, putting your trust in them and the results more than speak for themselves. And sort of on the topics of videos there, Andy, when can we expect another one? Working on some ideas. You know, the unfortunate reality is, you know, it's not the early 90s anymore where there's tons of budgets and money for videos from the record labels and everything. So there's a lot of creative thinking to make it happen. And that's what's going on right now. I have a lot of ideas and a lot of things going on, but we'll see how we can put it together. Like, you always have to find a way to do it, you know? Luckily, I know a lot of people who who do it for the art's sake and we usually come together as a good crew so let's see if we can make it happen and hopefully there's another one coming out soon that's something to look forward to right there and I was checking out some of your older videos the Sent to Destroy one back in the day Andy featured horror icon Bill Mosley in it I wanted to know are you a big horror movie sort of guy or was that just sort of like a once off sort of deal no man I'm a, I'm a horror movie buff you know like I uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, like, I think it was one of the few times I've been intimidated on set doing something, having somebody like Bill Mosley, just because, I mean, even though Chainsaw Massacre, the, the original Chainsaw Massacre, kind of became like the bigger movie when I got older, but I still, the Chainsaw 2 was the first movie I was introduced to of the Chainsaw saga, you know? Yeah. Uh, being a kid, like, just because of my age, it's like, that, it's just, that's the movie that I saw first, and became really good friends with Bill and I didn't even think about it it was just like we became good friends before this video and I never thought I would feel that way but as soon as he showed up on set and got camera on him I was like shit this is really happening <laughs> and I was like one of my original biggest horror movie icons are in my music video and it's awesome so and he happens to be my friend now which is awesome <laughs> oh that's really cool right there have you caught the new three from hell yet I have not I'm not in the city, man. I moved far away. I moved into the mountains. And the fact that I have service to even talk to you is unbelievable. Um, <laughs> it's a little sketchy. I, <laughs> no, I, I, I was coming to the city and I just wanted to get away. Out and I'm in the city all the time on tour. And so when I'm home, I'm on my property. I have a little ranch. We have horses, all kinds of animals here. And just kind of going away from the, the other life, you know what I mean? And I don't always get to do everything that I should be doing like going to the movies but I'll catch up with it eventually yeah definitely and I like that man it's good to have a little bit of a retreat and get away from it all just switching things back up you were talking before about how it's like not the 90s anymore and there's sort of not the same budget around for music videos and whatnot what's your sort of takes on the industrial metal scene in 2019 do you sort of still think it holds its own today 
I think the scene that is there and for the bands that are there, they're holding their own. I think it's a very different thing. I mean, I wasn't, and this is a difference too, I was not a part of the industrial metal scene in the 90s. I was, you know, I was in a punk and a hardcore scene in the 90s. Mm. It wasn't like until later in the 90s where I started getting more into electronic music and going that route. I mean, a lot of people hate me to say this, but it's <laughs> I was never like the skinny puppy fan or the fan of any of those bands. I was just a punk kid. And the only got into that music was because of Lord and Ministry. You know, like Lord brought me because of Gerald the Opera and Lord brought me to Ministry. And Ministry brought me somewhat to Fair Factory. And, and here we are. But I, I still think that a lot of the industrial metal bands now are doing something just as important as back then because it's a whole new thing. There's the whole new sub-levels or sub-genres of bands that would never really be a part of that scene back then, but they're doing their own thing now. And, you know, it's always interesting to see new stuff. Yeah, most definitely, man. And and just sort of switching things up. I'm a big fan of the Devil May Cry, like the No Redemption soundtrack that you guys did. I wanted to know, what's the sort of the best thing that you feel that your music's popped up on? Well, definitely the other game I did with the same company in uh, with Hellblade. It has a lot of the same reasons why I, I like the, the One Fire album as well. It's like it has a lot of uh, depth to, well, at least for me, it's, it's not necessary for everybody else. But it's like, to me, I had a, a very personal connection to writing on One Fire as I had with Hellblade game because it's, it's a lot to do with mental illness awareness and, you know, depression and how to cope with it and deal with it and stuff like that. And the Hellblade game was very much based on on schizophrenia and mental illness awareness in general. In fact, a lot of the income of the game went straight to mental illness research and stuff like that, so, and support. And so it was, it was important. And uh, plus it was also, personally, some of the most interesting music that I've ever done because I got to touch into the Nordic and the Viking stuff. And that's something I've never done before, so... Yeah, I love that right there, and it's great to see that not only you're releasing great music, but it's it's going to a great cause as well, Andy. Hats off to you for that, man. Well, it's been more and more important as I grow as an artist. It's uh, where I think a lot of people going into music think that what they say is important. I was the opposite. I, I never thought what I had to say was important. <laughs> so, you know, earlier years, I kind of went out and just kind of, what, it didn't really matter. It's like if I was provocative or not, or if I was just doing something to, you know, cheat and tongue or just to do something for fun or whatever it was. But in later years, I kind of felt like I actually do have an impact and I do have a voice and people are listening. And I never took myself too seriously, so I never expected people to listen, you know. So, but then suddenly it just kind of hit me. And so why not talk about something that is important to me? It's something that is so important to a lot of the listeners. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think it's very important that people in your sort of position step up and do something like that, and it doesn't get enough recognition. No, I mean, like, you're only going to be hated for everything you've said or done. Exactly. That's just how it is. <laughs> <laughs> even, even if it's what, in a vein of, of just joking, you know. But that's just how life is now. And you see a lot of comedians getting a lot of flack for trying to be edgy or to, for being edgy in, in general. And it ruins their careers and stuff and maybe we are growing to be better people maybe we are just being too 
Yeah, you make some good points there, Andy. But I want to get a recommendation from you before we go. You mentioned that you're sort of out in the middle of nowhere. You've got your, your sort of your animals and stuff out there. Outside of music, what do you get into, and what would you recommend to people listening? Yeah, well, I always been into classic cars and uh, hot rods and stuff, and uh, just doing something physical and with my hands. So when I'm home, like I'm actually in my shop right now. I have a hot rod shop, and I'll just build cars and uh, 16s, 17s style shoppers, and I go riding. You know, I just do something that has nothing to do with the music progress or process or anything to do with any of it and that's the same reason why i live here so i can completely disconnect recharge and then go out and find the love so i have the love for it and keep having the love for it when i'm going back up but it's like a, i talked to a friend of mine a couple of days ago and he's like i'm just so tired man i'm just working all the time i'm so tired and i'm like it's not about you being tired you just didn't find the thing that inspires you to stay away oh very and very now, well said there and I think that's the thing, man. That's what we need to look for. Like, you need to find something that, you know, you don't need 10 hours of sleep. It's like, if you can get away with six hours of sleep, if you love what you do, that's what I'm doing at all times. I always look for, for what drives me. Yeah, I, I like that a lot right there. There's some great advice. Well, the new album, One Fire, is out now. Hopefully, we've got Two Fire coming. The Australian tour is coming up next week. <laughs> what else do we need to know, Andy? What else is on the cards for Combi Christ? I don't know, man. All I can think about right now talking to you is getting to Australia, finally, man. First time in almost 10 years and come out and party with everyone and just have a good time again. And it's been, it's been too long, man. And hopefully not be that long to the next time, you know? Yeah, most definitely. Well, you can catch Combi Christ. They're playing at the basement in Canberra Wednesday, the 2nd of October. The Brightside in Brisbane on the 3rd. The Corner Hotel in Melbourne on the 4th. And wrapping things up at the Crowbar in Sydney on the 6th of October. Pick up your tickets, destroyalllines.com, facebook.com slash Combi Christ, instagram.com slash Combi Christ, and twitter.com, Combi Christ Army. Andy, thank you so much for taking some time out, man. Really appreciate it. My pleasure, man. See you next show. How? What? It's the underground.